Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good afternoon and welcome to the Royal Blue Podcast Merseyside Derby Special. It's me, Greg O'Keefe, and with Gav Buckland and Tony Scott. And as we said earlier in the week, we're probably going into this derby with a little bit less trepidation than it would have been if it wasn't for Tuesday night's heroics against Arsenal. But nonetheless, it's a derby. All the cliches you can find come rolling out this time of year. Form book goes out the window. Well, it's really out the window. So, um, families are split. Greg. Families are split. Throw the ball on after ten minutes. <laughs> it really, for me, I don't. You just can't. I'm not sure you can call this one. It's it's difficult. I mean, with them getting results as well against Middlesbrough. Uh, up there in the northeast, anything could happen. So yeah, you'd be a brave man to call this one, wouldn't you? Even the bookies are slightly. Well, they're saying Liverpool are Reds are favourites. They're even money Everton at three to one. So they they think it's going to go Liverpool's way. I think Everton have won one in the last nineteen derbies. If I'm, I'm right, Gav. So that, Wonderful. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that needs to change, doesn't it? Roberto Martinez and David Moyes' record in them wasn't the best. So hopefully this is Ronald Koeman's first major derby. That'll change. It should be an electric atmosphere, shouldn't it? Some, something along the lines of what happens on Tuesday night. And if you can replicate that atmosphere and the players can show what they do what they did on, on Tuesday night, I see no reason why we can't turn over Liverpool, especially with their defence. Should be the team talk that for, uh, <laughs> for uh, Monday. Yeah, I, uh, I, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with Liverpool being favourites not being 3 to one to be honest with you. You tend to find over the years that, that that's... That type of uh, betting before the game tends to sort of drive us on a little bit. I think in the past we tended to struggle in derbies where they're expected to do well yeah, and sort of win. Because um, as, as I say, you know, but we always play the history, the fixing, not the, the fixing mm. on the day. Yeah. And the recent history of the fixing, as you say, with one win and 19. So my, my view on, on Monday is quite simple. Just do what you did on Tuesday and, t- and take it from there. Uh, Chaps and um, I don't. Liverpool are slightly different than Arsenal. I think they're a bit robust, aren't they? And they'll press themselves. I see no reason at all by the same tactics, same players, hopefully same crowd reaction. Um, that actually we can we can do well on on, on Monday night. Interesting, you said the history of the fixture. A couple of lads in uh, the sports desk earlier were crow, not crowing. I shouldn't say yeah. shouldn't say that, but a certain big Irishman was pointing out a stat that's looming. Should we fail? Should we lose? Should Should Liverpool win on Monday? They've won as many derbies of Goodison as we have. Bloody Jed Ray special that one. Is it? So I wouldn't argue with it. He's, he's no, almost yeah, he as good as Big Gav. He's as good as me, Chad. Good egg. He's a good egg as well. Yeah. But that's. I mean, there is some significant. Um, what would you say? Some significant baggage on this fixture for Evertonians, isn't it? You've got to look at it and and think. Sometimes you've got teams going out there who are half beaten before they've played them. We can be in the top form, we can be above them in the league, whatever it is, for some reason, we do have a habit of shooting ourselves in the foot psychologically. We do when it comes to this fixtures, doesn't it? And, and as Gav just alluded to before, we've went into this Merseyside derby over recent years. I think that the semi-final when just stands on the back, back pass for Luis Suarez, I think that derby tag, we were favourites for that game. And we got and blew it, winning 1-0. And the history's just gone on and on where we've been favourites and... And in the end, we've shot ourselves in the foot, rightly what you've just said. I think this time, 
It's a bit more cautious because I don't think Liverpool don't know what to expect from Everton. So I think they'll be more cautious going into this one more than what they've done in the past. Ronald Koeman, don't forget, got one over on them last season. 2-0 down, come back and 1-3-2 with Southampton. Yeah, he threw it at Anfield as well, didn't he? Yeah. And I think, I was just about to say, I think Koeman being a new manager and being, as you know, steeped in his you know, tremendous playing career and um, I think he'd be looking at this game probably slightly different than any other Everton fan because he's, I, I do think he, he, he likes to look in from the outside and looking in on, yeah. on some things yeah. and I think that's certainly helpful about, about Monday. A bit more clinical about things. Um, to me, the line-up and, and tactics and style of play I would pretty much retain from, from Monday. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, it's an interesting one. No, just quickly on the Cumin, on the Cumin stuff. Do you think we've got Cumin that he's been like 16, 17 games and he, he hasn't quite grasped Everton Football Club as yet, whereas in Roberto Martinez did, David Moyes did. Do you think that'll help him coming into this fixture? I think that's. I think he's starting to get there, by the yeah. way. I think Tuesday hinted at that as well and he's beginning to gradually see the light, but, you know, but I would say, as you've just pointed out, that could be a bonus ahead of Tuesday. Because if a manager is your ultimate example to dressing room, yeah. if he approaches it pretty much like any other fixture and doesn't have any baggage or nerves, yeah. or maybe that'll filter through to the dressing room. You've still got players in that dressing room who've kind of, as at best, differed in derby mm. uh, experiences with, with Liverpool. So you've still got like your senior lads, you know, you've got Jagiel, Kev Baines, players like that who will know what it's about, and I'll know that we tend to not do very well on them. Mm. But then, you know, you've got other young lads who are coming into the team who, frankly, just it's just another game, isn't it? Bring it on, you know. It, why is it any different from really Arsenal or United? Well, if that's the case, we've just spoke about Phil Jagielka there, Greg. With him not playing, Romero Funes Mori set to come in for him. Is that a positive or a negative, <laughs> would you say? <laughs> just think back to our field last season. I don't see it as a positive, to be honest. What do you see, Gav? Jack Gilch had a huge loss. Even his experience, even though he's slowing down, we've seen it. Yeah, yeah, it. exactly. You still need his experience at the back, wouldn't you? Would would he would Cumin start him if he if he was available? Would you say? Yeah, it's a, a good question. I think we will miss him, um, but it's not as you're not missing Jags of 2012, are you? You know, mm. you, you, it's, it's slightly different. I think Funes Mori in the straight. I know he got sent off last year at Anfield, but. A derby. I'm not sure whether it's a good game for him. I think because it's a bit healthy skills, it probably suits his sort of healthy skills yeah, start. Yeah. But in terms of it, you know keeping his own control, it maybe is not the not the best. The, the, the only other thing I'd say about about Monday is whether and I think Jackie Elka going is whether he might have just played three three at the back on on Monday night. Would he change that? No, if, if Jackie oh, yeah, yeah. being fit, I think maybe. Do you might, think so? Yeah, I think he might have done. So you, you don't think he would have approached it like he did Arsenal? I'm just thinking may, maybe looking at what Liverpool's strengths are and like similar to City and that he played three at the back again. Not played three, three at the back or three, you know, a yeah. defensive three, yeah. you know, like he did at City. Um, but and maybe Jags is sort of missing his scope of that a little bit. So I would expect him to pro- maybe probably line up the same. I think on the opposite scale of that one is that we've got Funes Mori who's an attacking threat in the box, isn't he, for Everton coming set up set-pieces. Pieces, yeah. Liverpool mm-hmm. struggle with set-pieces and they've yeah. done when crosses come in the box. Now you've got Ashley Williams who scores on Tuesday, you've got Funes Mori, so Liverpool probably won't fancy, they'd probably, they'd probably be happy with Phil Jagielka starting. Because I, I, if, I, if I was a Liverpool fan, I'd want Phil Jagielka starting because his legs are going, whereas in Funes Mori is an attacking threat in the Liverpool box and they, they won't like that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But what about Gareth Barry then? 
I, I think he's got to sit this one out. He's got to. Yeah, he's got the experience. He's played in Manchester derbies, Merseyside derbies, Birmingham derbies, everything, hasn't he? He's won the lot, but I think it, it, the way Everton are going to have to approach this to win the match, it's going to be toxic, the atmosphere. It's going to be everything, isn't it? Everton have to attack Liverpool. Like they did against Arsenal after 20 minutes, they're going to have to go, go for the throws. And the minute they stop, they let Liverpool come at them. You've seen what Liverpool are like. Liverpool will press you in the face exactly what type of what Everton's done on, on Tuesday night. So I think it's important that Everton come out the blocks early. I know they didn't on Tuesday. It took them 20 minutes, the tackle, to go in. They're going to have to. There's no alternative because if they don't, Liverpool will start and then the crowd will what? become restless. I mean, really, we're going to see a clash probably... In a sense, the same as what it was when Rodgers' team played Martinez's yeah. team. Two teams with very similar football and philosophies and approaches playing each other. Yeah. Um, and obviously in the 3-3 derby, it was quite an entertaining outcome, yeah. wasn't it? But, I, you know, Koeman and Klopp, let's face it, are quite similar in their approach as well. They both want a high, aggressive press. They both want to play dynamic, fast football. Maybe Klopp's further down the road in terms of his recruitment Absolutely. and the players he's got yeah. at his disposal. But all I say, though... So do we, does Koeman accept that because he's beginning to see his team get what he wants? Does he hope that they get it even more against the team doing it? Pains me to say, but amongst the best in the Premier League. A lot more League. advanced than them. Or, or now hear me out, I, I would instinctively say with you, start James McCarthy, yeah. sit Gareth Barry out. Or does he say, well, basically we're not as good at playing a high press and being aggressive and getting in your face as Liverpool are yet. So we'll do the opposite tact. We'll sit back with Gareth Barry and look to hit them no. with balls over the top. No, I that, understand that's that. where Liverpool yeah. are going to expose yeah. But I think that I totally agree with where you're coming from. I think to to a certain extent, yes, Everton have to press Liverpool. Because if they don't, and they're sitting they're sit up for 90 minutes, then you've seen the way Liverpool press you. They've got more legs, and they're used to that formation, they're used to the tactics that they're under. So they will press Everton even more. Everton have to go at them. And if they do that, Everton's defence is a lot better than Liverpool's. It speaks for itself. Liverpool, I think, conceded 20 goals this season. I think worst in the top 10. Everton's got one of the best home records defensively. So that yeah. tells you you need to... Everton's defence is a lot better than Liverpool. So if you're attacking Liverpool... Everton will rely on the defence. Yeah. I think, I think, going back to Greg's point, I think they'll they'll keep the same. I think managers now like to... What's that phrase? Matching up, isn't it? It's quite the key, key phrase. Yeah. I mean, even Moyes did it against Chelsea on uh, Wednesday night, didn't he? Played three at the back, didn't yeah. he? Uh, managers will always now try to deploy the same tactics as what they're expecting the opposition. You know, where didn't they for us at Chelsea, mind. But I think, <laughs> I think, you know, that's what we try to do. The key to me, and... We got this right in the second half, but then I say in the first half on, on, Tuesday, on Tuesday is, if you say, call it 4-1-4-1, that was a bit more fluid than that on Tuesday, is moving up and down, across, up and down the pitch as a team. Like on the first yeah. half on, 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 uh, on Tuesday, the back two lines became, were quite deep, and Rom especially and Valencia were, were quite isolated, weren't they? In the second half, I think we, we, we sort of, pressed as, as a, a team, team we, yeah. we, we pressed as a team, and... and that's the key, I think, is, is pressing, is moving on. up as a team and yeah. moving back as a team, not yeah, just, yeah. just standing at the back and then, like, Rom, as you saw, first 20 minutes and a lot of time on Tuesday and a lot of time this season, get, if we're going to play a little bit longer to him, getting the ball and he's in, in the middle of nowhere, we've got, we've got to make, make sure there's players around and that means moving up and down the pitch as a team. I totally agree with you there, Gav. To make that happen, you need a captain to make sure that happens. Phil Jagger was saying, who would you make captain on Monday night? 
I was hoping I was going to ask, going to ask this question. Um, it's the dilemma because question. you'll yeah, need yeah, someone yeah. who's going to keep a calm head, everything else. It's no Phil Jagielka, it doesn't look like to be a Gareth Barry. Who do you make captain on, well, on Monday Well, before I answer the question, who are the candidates? Baines. You've got, you've got Baines. Ashley Williams. Ashley Williams. And you've got Coleman, haven't you? Because Coleman's mm. captain yes. of this season and yeah. he's captain of Republic of Ireland. Um, you'd have to say, out of them three, I wouldn't give it to Leighton because I think he doesn't really captain. He's captained a couple of games, hasn't mm. he? I don't think he's captained internationally or club level. Um, Coleman, I think, I would say, concentrating your whole... Okay, game. Seamus, and yeah. like he did on Tuesday, so I'm not going to burden with your captain. I would say Nat Williams is probably the more natural mm. natural fit out of those three. Who would you go for, Greg? I, well, I'll be honest, yeah. I was thinking Baines, but I, you know, I haven't listened to what Gav's just said there. It's hard to disagree with him, really. I think Baines maybe gets it more but the derbies but then as we've just said that's not necessarily a good thing Ashley Williams is captain material clearly yeah, captain, captain Wales, Wales success Wales, 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 um, you know yeah. he's new to the fixture maybe he hasn't got that emotional baggage he's a good he's obviously a leader he hasn't been in brilliant form himself by the way yeah. but yeah I'd go with him what I would like to say in terms of key men if you like and people, players who are going to have to be absolutely blob on what we saw on Tuesday was Enna Valencia emerged as maybe a hint to the player that that Cumin brought in the summer, and a lot of that was down to his, his willingness to work. For me, if he's deployed in the same area, he's got to do that and more because I don't want to talk in terms of fear, but Klein getting down that flank mm. and whipping crosses in for me is a big asset for Liverpool. But if, if, if Valencia stays in his natural position, Klein doesn't go forward, then does he? Which go? is exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. For me, Valencia has to keep. One of Liverpool's main threats, me and Klein, peg back. If he starts to like, and that's difficult because Valencia means he's going to have to track yeah. back himself, but he needs to be relentless. Now, he showed that in his locker on Tuesday. We've had an extra day's rest and then, so I'm not going to cry in about rest. Yeah. We but I, home as well, yeah. I just yeah. hope that Valencia has got the legs in him to do that for a shift. Mate, you know, I'd say he starts definitely, and Kuman has to watch and see if he begins to wilt and, and needs to be withdrawn. But I'd say, give me all you've got for an hour. Because if you let Klein get too far past the halfway line, he's going to put quality... I've always rated him, yeah. to be honest with you. He's mm. going to put good deliveries in. Yeah. And that's when you, you get a bit concerned. So was that the, would you say that's the only threat that Liverpool have got them? No, not at all. Not, not the only no, threat. No. I mean, let's face it. I mean, it, I don't like to say this, but QT, it's helpful that QT, you know. But they could say the same for us. Balassi. Yeah. No, Balassi yeah, tears them in. They have said they've all said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But Balassi always plays well against the exactly. back. Yeah, yeah, fair point. Milner wouldn't know what day it was. I, I suspect within... The, the framework of the team, Coutinho is a bit more important to the way they play than what Yannick is, is to us. But they've still got, you know, four or five players who run that, yeah. yeah. You know, not necessarily all start the game, but who are all, you know, really, really dangerous. So I think we've um, got to, they say, got to get it right in terms of handling them, but we've got to impose our game on them, yeah. haven't we, really? Yeah. And I think... That involves Rom putting the shift in as well. Yeah. I mean, his record speaks for himself against Liverpool. He's got, got three goals for us, and we scored. Yeah. He scored a couple, a couple of West Brom. Yeah, he scored like five or six in total, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, but his last seven or eight games, I think he's only scored one. Is it from last season? Yeah. Is, the, is that since the two thousand and thirteen yeah. game? So I think he's only got one in his last five. Rom needs to put a shift in for ninety minutes, and I mean ninety minutes running round. None of this, like I spoke about on Tuesday. Moving to the touchline and then not being bothered to run back into the centre when the ball's back in play. You know, the other thing, I don't want to criticise him, you know, another thing that he should do, 
he's always standing in offside position and then takes time running back into running back yeah. into play. He's got to be on it, you know, 90 yeah, minutes I mean. on, on Tuesday. And that involves, you know, not taking up positions on the pitch where you shouldn't be, get in where you should be and where you're available. Do you think that's the the frustration of being supported up top? But he can just switch off because he's he's so isolated. Well, put, do you think there's a danger of that on, on there's Monday? There's a danger, but a good or good or wants to be great player shouldn't forget about that and play their own game and and and, and impose their will on our team, shouldn't he? You know, in terms of influencing the team and affecting the team, as we yeah. say. And I just want to see more from him. He was good on Tuesday, but I want to see it over ninety minutes. Just another quick one, so I'm interested to know your thoughts on this. Really, obviously, we've seen Gay. And James McCarthy being key to what happened on Tuesday night, they're going to have to be again like Valencia, absolutely blob on again because, especially James with a bit more of advanced press, someone's got to stop Liverpool's man in the moment, Adam Lallana, mm. having free reign. Now it's easier said than done, and I'm, we'll focus on less stopping Liverpool and more what we can do in a minute. Yeah. But let's just talk for a moment about what they bring. Someone's got to, and the same for Mane, someone's got to stop them too, run and riot. And let's face it, they have run riot against some teams this season, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, but if any manager knows Sadio Mane, it's Ronald Koeman, isn't it? He knows his strengths and his weaknesses, so he'll know exactly where was. They, they may employ a man-marking job, who knows, but Adam Lallana's playing brilliant this season, got to admit. Good but, Yeah, good to have a Tony, by all accounts. Well, he's not no more, is he? <laughs> um, you never know, Tony, you never know. <laughs> I, think, um, I think he's the type of player who if he gets hit and he gets a tackle in the first 10 or 15 minutes, he'd go missing. I think so. I, yeah, I think he comes across as that. He, if he gets a good first touch early doors, gets his confidence flying, I think he can cause Everton some serious damage. But if you could get into him first 10, 15 minutes, McCarthy is just a guy, puts him in the stands first tackle, then I think he's the type of character who's just go missing. It's funny you say that. I can't shake this nagging feeling that McCarthy needs to just be careful because he was... I would say slightly fortunate on Tuesday at times. It, look, it's such a fine line, not criticising the lad. What he did actually fired up Everton mm. and probably changed the game. But we'll talk about Mike Dean in a minute. The scrutiny in the derby is going to be even greater. Um, he can't be leaving his foot in too much. And I just hope that he doesn't get... He's so pumped up, he probably senses that he's turning his own season round. If he starts, he'll probably be feeling the pressure to repeat it, mm. as I've just said. He needs to stay on that on the right side of going in with, with you know who was he left his foot in in, in the uh, first twenty twenty minutes. Was it Ozil? Was it Ozil? Was that the one that caused the rumpus? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah, he he felt a bit aggrieved at a previous challenge, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, uh, and you and know that, everyone's got to be disciplined. It's uh, you know we we know that well, it's a given. You've got to be careful. But this 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 is where it'll probably help Everton that they've got Ronald Koeman as the manager. That's what I'm trying to say from before, is that they've got a, a manager who's just yeah. new, new to the football club. Yeah. He'll see it as just another fixture. Absolutely, so, but he demands aggression, doesn't he? And yeah. it's going to be very interesting what he, how he speaks to lads behind closed doors about, look, all he's gone on about is aggression and physicality. And this is the one fixture where you need that, but you need it just to the line, not over it. Because as we've seen far too often, I'm thinking you Jack Rodwell's over the years, mm. if someone's going to be penalised, it'll be us. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Mike Dean is just... You know what's going to happen, don't you? What's up your sleeve there, Gav? Well, nothing, nothing. I, I just think... I think the last thing that'll happen on Monday night is someone who'll get sent off. The last you thing? Think? Yeah, yeah. OK, I go think, on. I think... I think... 
Mike Dean here. Yeah, yeah. Four, I, think, I think it's four reds so far yeah, this yeah, season. But he's taken out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's averaging five yellow cards a game. Yeah. Giving more penalties away than any other referee this season. <laughs> I'm having all that. I'm having all that. This is where the start book out bet TV. I'll be all these things up my sleeve. Will be, uh, I just think you want to avoid any control. So obviously, it's like it's like a World Cup final, isn't it? Mm. The last thing like a referee wants to do in a World Cup final is send a player. I've yeah. seen that Howard's web didn't in two thousand and ten, and I think, and I don't want to. I just not no, you know, kissing his character or whatever. Or the, I think on Monday, given the, the circumstances of his appointment, the last thing you want to do is risk. Sending off somebody unless it's for a totally blatant. Like, I was going to say yeah. like like Rocco bought these days on the pitch anyway. You yeah. know, yeah. but you know what I mean. I think unless it's an absolutely nailed on red card, yeah. that absolutely there's no way that you can do anything but give it. But then. if he's playing as normal, if he's doing his normal well, game, I think, I then he, he's sending off. I, I I don't think so. I so think do you think he's going to change the way he's refereeing this season? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I I think I think the last thing. But if that was the case, he wouldn't have got he wouldn't have got the gig. But, but I. But when once he's got the gig on in the atmosphere and, and to avoid I, I think to avoid scrutiny, the last the, the last thing I'd do is send somebody off. To the, risk, yeah. to the risk of being said you've sent somebody off wrongly. And Those, that's what people are so does it help or hinder him that he's from the Merseyside area? I, I, I he's gonna have family that supports him. Everton. Or Liverpool. I think it whichever way you look at it. I, I'm with Gav on this. I, I'm not saying uh, I wouldn't I hope he's right, but I'd, I wouldn't be as brave to say there won't be a sending off. But I can see where his logic's coming from because I think if you're there in the, the PGMO and you're Mike Dean's colleagues, Mike Riley, so on and so forth, Howard Webb, I think you treat this as a bit of a one-off. They might say they don't. They never officially say it, but I think they treat it as like a showcase event. And so I think it is an extraordinary game and I don't think Mike Dean will say, well, I've, been play- I've got to be consistent to myself. It, you know, I've been sending players off for this. I think he will give an extra bit of leeway here and there. Maybe. But it's not. Will be reluctant to send someone off. But it's not a Saturday morning early kickoff quarter one where everyone's still half in bed. This is Monday night under the lights on Sky. Two teams coming into it, good form. So it's two sets of fans, fans who've been yeah, on the yeah. since five o'clock. Exactly. The atmosphere is going to be electric. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be a brave man to say I'm there's just, not a I'm just, I'm, this is not. I'm not saying there won't be a sending off. What I'm saying is. I don't expect to be one for the simple reason that I think he wants to avoid any sort of accusations of you sent you sent A or B off, and then sort of the the, the the comeback on that. You know what I mean? So I think he'll do more more than you would expect to keep everybody on the pitch. Gav, how are we gonna hurt Liverpool? What have they got to fear? What have we got in our armory going into this fixture? Forget about what they're gonna do and how we're gonna stop them. Well, uh, wrong for a start. Um, as you say, Valencia. I mean, the, the other thing is, is whether if you go with four one four one, do you play? Who, who's the four behind Rom? Do, do we had on um, Barkley, McCarthy. Take Barkley, McCarthy, McCarthy. Say Valencia. Wide right. Just do you keep it as you did on Tuesday, or do you? I think you've you've got to keep that same team as okay, Tuesday yeah, because yeah. you're sending the right message out. Yeah, okay. You so, reward them. Yeah, yeah but you're not just saying that. You're saying to the fans. You're saying to the players. You're saying to everyone. This is the team that performs so well on Tuesday, and we'll do this again. Now, if he made one, if he makes one change on on Monday night, Greg, he's saying he's saying to himself, I I don't trust this team against against Liverpool. He's shown his weakness there to Liverpool. Arsenal are a much better football team than Liverpool. 
So why is he changing it? Much better football team. They are in some respects. They are. Yeah, they okay. just need to them. But I'm not sure. But anyway, forget about that. I think Ross as well. You know, we, we, we did well for, for 60, 70 minutes on, on Tuesday. Um, maybe in a bit more of a deeper role. And I, I want to say maybe a bit more further up the, up the pitch. But that involves the team moving further up the pitch as well. So, the same, a bit like 2013. It's Ross and, Ross and Rom, isn't it? Um, to, for me. I think there's a couple of weaknesses in Liverpool. Obviously, the defence speaks for itself. 20 <laughs> goals conceded. Get balls in the box. They struggle. Bournemouth showed that the other week. I think Jamie Carragher highlighted it on Monday Night Football a couple of weeks ago. Was that There's just balls in the box. The goalkeeper doesn't know whether he's coming or going. I think Sam and Mignolet coming in. Now, he always has a blinders against us, doesn't he? Remember? Stiff for Sunderland, didn't he? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah he always yeah. plays well. So I think that one. But there's a player who I think that can be got out of Liverpool, and it's Wijnaldum. I don't think he... If, for me, I look at him and I think, what's he doing? What's he got on his locker? But I think Ross Barkley has got to be aiming at him and thinking, I'm taking you to cleaners here. And he's got to be, because for me, all, when I see this Wijnaldum, he's just stolen about the pitch. He's not getting a foot in. He's, he's passing back all the time, thinking... This is twenty-five million here, so what have they bought him for? I, I think Everton can get at him. I know he was a player who, who Everton looked at and considered oh. as well, and you know, for whatever reason, uh, it, it was always the case that he was going to go to Liverpool. And um, I do remember speaking to a couple of people in the northeast, obviously whose opinion spot on. I trust, and they were saying he's the sort of player who go missing on the road. Yeah, he'd score. Yeah, goal. He's never scored at St James's Park, yeah. you know, and that, but. He would go missing on the road. Now, if he goes missing in your, your routine games on the road, will he go missing in the derby? It'd be interesting so, to yeah. see whether or not he's got that metal and whether Ross can smell a bit of blood around him. Again, you know, he's a Dutch player, so Koeman should have yeah, done knows. his homework on yeah. him. You should think he knows all about him. Do you think it'll help Gav that Koeman, psychological, do you think it'll help that Koeman turns it round last season for Southampton, 2 0 down, come back and 1 3 2, at Anfield, 2 all? No. No. no, I don't think I don't think you'd think think like that at all. I think you'd think a different club, different game, yeah. different Liverpool. To be honest with you, um, I think you'll be just looking at the game as a game. You'll draw more from more from Tuesday night against Arsenal. You know, I think that that's that's what you'll draw from. Um, and um, I don't think Ronald's really. Would care well, just not just not show you where he can. He knows how Liverpool play. He knows the pressing game. He knows how they can be got at. Yeah, well, that's why I'm saying about like he'll employ the same game himself. But I, I, I don't. I, I get the impression that Ronald doesn't really care. You know that romantic type of sort of maybe, um, you know, good luck that you've had in the past carries forwards. I think how did you look at Monday as a as a standalone game like all the other fixtures? To be honest, you, with you. yeah. You seem to kind of not be agreeing when when Tony was saying he's got to start the same team as Tuesday. So would you tweak it? I always think that. Morales always is a player mm. who, for me, once or twice again, when he's played against Liverpool, particularly Goodison has played played quite well. And I was just thinking that whether, you know, uh, he's worth a little tryout on, on, on Monday. Where would you drop for him then, go? I'd play Morales, Instead McCarthy, of... McCarthy and Valencia behind. Just a guy? No, I'm playing just a guy. Oh. That, yeah, it's a holding. So that's Ops Lennon, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Lennon. Lennon. Yeah, yeah. It's a good shout. Um, I think Lennon's. I think Lennon's pace. I know Kevin Morales is quick, but I think Lennon's pace will cause Milner more problems. I think Milner struggles against pace. We seen that against Bournemouth last week, where they were just playing on. They were just knocking yeah. it past Milner, and he's he's a he's a great pro and he's a good good defender. 
at now, but at pace, he, he, he will struggle. Kevin's not a, you know, the, the slowest in the air. Palace, yeah, but he? Lennon yeah. will give you more in 19 minutes than Mohamed Alisson. defensively, won't yeah. Yeah, but he, he's point. more consistent. I, yeah, yeah. If I'm playing, if I'm Mark and I'm playing Aaron Lennon, I know I'm getting a shift from him. Now, yeah, if I'm yeah. playing Kevin Morales, I'm like that. I'm flicking a coin in the air. Well, let's. Well, let's is, is Tuesday, is Monday a good, good game to flick the coin then? Well, let's be mm. honest. The, the coin, in a sense, will be flicked because whoever starts ain't lasting 90 minutes. Yeah. You're mm. going to see Morales for That's a significant part of the game, yeah. whether it's from the start, whether it's off the bench. He did well when he came on on Tuesday. He put mm. a shift in. I think he's starting to see as the all are. For me, it's going to be really interesting again, talking about the bench. Knowing how chaotic, and you know, hopefully touch wood, Liverpool don't sort of suddenly disprove this theory, how chaotic their defending can be from set pieces. Do we see enough from Dominic Calvert-Lewin when he came on in that little cameo? He could cause all sorts of problems. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I'd definitely... I, I would... Depends on the score. Um, yeah. You know, when we were under 3-0, maybe after 15 minutes. Oh, definitely, I... I no, so don't, I don't think that's the last we've seen of him in an Evans shirt by any stretch of imagination. Yeah. What I saw of him in 10, yeah. 15 minutes on Tuesday, and what I've seen him in, in the under-23s, and what you know, what, what you guys have said is he's definitely one that I think I would like to see on the pitch at some point, definitely. On, yeah. I hope he gets rewarded for Tuesday by being uh, included in the squad. I, I, would the hope I, I think he will be. Yeah. I think he's got, a, he's got a good leap on him, hasn't he, as that's well? That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I, I take your point on there, that if Everton can start whipping balls in the box, it's just a shame that... Balassi's injured, isn't it? It really is. It's, it, yeah. it's a shame because yeah. he's one who will just throw balls in left, right, and centre. If he throws 10 in, two or three of them will go on someone's head, and that'll be it. That's all it takes. And this kid's got a bit of a good leap. Yeah, I, uh, I think thinking about it more than what I thought about um, before I came in, I think that's like a bad miss in a Balassi. Definitely. I didn't, I didn't really think about him. Do you, how do you think Jurgen Klopp will take to the Goodison crowd, Greg? This is his first taste of Goodison Park. Hostile atmosphere, yeah, he's, he's done Dortmunds and Bayern Munich and everything else, but this is different, this is going to be a place where yeah. he's not going to be wanted, is he? Well, it's that awkward subject, Pelotonians, Let, let's be honest, he's impossible to dislike. Yeah. Last season, I thought... Until he starts winning trophies. Well, yeah, exactly. Last season, I thought they absolutely took us to clean, they yeah. humiliated us in Anfield. And I have to say, I didn't see it at the time, I was too busy being thoroughly depressed, <laughs> but he handled himself, you know, classily. Mm. He did, there was no smarmy comments, there was no rubbing it in, he focused on his own team, he didn't try and rub salt in Martinez's nose, I think he knew, probably everyone knew the right was on the wall mm. for his counterpart there. And pretty much how, how he's handled himself since. I like, I like the way he comes mm. across, I thought he was really gracious after they got the, the Bournemouth disappointments. Um, now it's, I suppose it's easier to be gracious in that sort of game. That yeah. he's, he's a clever manager. I, I just hope he doesn't spoil all this by coming out and doing a raffer or you yeah. know saying something really ill-advised. But for me, Klopp, you know, I, I, Evertonians, they've got to acknowledge that he's a good manager. He seems like a good fella. Um, I, I hopefully, you know, whether or not he knows what to expect, I don't know. Like you say, he's managed in big games mm. in Germany. Uh, but does it really matter? It's not going to affect him as much, is it? You no, think? Or? I don't think so. I think, it's like a strong I think when you've been, you know, front of ninety thousand at the Bernabeu, which he's played at Dortmund a few times and so on. I think Goodison's great, but it's not totally different to. But this yeah. is—I know what you mean. But yeah. that's like in a giant arena in the Allianz, isn't it? This is like—it's going to be like a bear pit, isn't it? Yeah, Where he's. Yeah, it's going to be claustrophobic. Are you saying it might affect his decision making? Yeah, yeah. I think it will. Go to the Derby, Schalke, Bosnia. 
So, to me, that's at like 53,000, isn't it? That's a great... I mean, Goodison Park on a Monday night yeah, where there's under the lights. Yeah, yeah thirty-seven thousand Evertonians baying for your blood. It's totally different to having a big gigantic arena where you can do what you Schalke, want. Schalke is quite compact, isn't it? You know, I, I know what you're saying, and I think you know you've got to build up a psychological like, yeah. sort of profile of winning the game. But I'm not, I'm not so sure. I mean, the, it could always have the opposite effect, which it sometimes has. Well, no, interesting. We've just said would Ronald Koeman change any of his tactics? Do you think Jurgen Klopp would change any of his tactics looking at Everton? Well, I tend to agree with you that he will be that little bit less looking forward to facing Mori than I think if he if he knew he was going into a game facing a pre Tuesday Jags Williams and Baines and Coleman, yeah. he'd be smelling blood all over the shop. Yeah, because you've got an, you've got an aging, weary, fallible back line. Now we need our fullbacks to be blob on as they were again. Yeah. But Mori has got a bit of pace about him. He needs to keep his head screwed on. Helter Skelter, as we said, Gav. And we saw at Anfield last season, the Helter Skelter doesn't always work for him. Yeah. But I can't really see what he changes, to be honest. I can't see why he would change anything. Um, Tivok Origi looks like he's coming good, like I would well, mention. The reason I said that, Greg, is that sometimes in games this season, Jürgen Klopp's gone with no forwards. He's just flooded Firmino and Mane and Lallana. He's gone with no forwards. And he's left Origi and Sturridge on the bench. Well, they've got no Coutinho when they've they, they done that, haven't they? Yeah. They've had Coutinho there. Whether, I mean, Sturridge has got a, dare I say, Sturridge has got a good record for, <laughs> yeah. for, 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 for Chelsea, yeah. Bolton and Liverpool, yeah, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, so we talk about psychological, yeah. like, sort of um, influences. But I don't mean to be fair, I'm just interested in in how we play. I'd like to think, though, that they are sort of looking at us differently to what they were a week ago. Positive. All right, so if there's one player in an Everton shirt you want the best performance in him for Monday night, which which player would you pick? Stecklenberg. Would you, yeah? That's interesting. Yeah. Would you pick, Greg? Ross Barkley. Yeah. For me, it's just a guy. Because I know he's been playing brilliant this season, but I think if he plays anywhere near what he has been doing... Everton should win. I really do. I think he, he's he's ten times the better player than Jordan Henderson. He's better than Wijnaldum. I think he's he's. You think he's, he's, you think he's ten times better than yeah, Jordan Henderson? Yeah. What does Jordan Henderson do? Offensively, yeah. you might get the odd pass over the top, but is this a guy? Offensively, uh, defensively, I think he's got. I everything. don't. I look. Devil's advocate here, but yeah. well, not not so much. I don't think he's as good a passer of the ball as Henderson. But Henderson, the majority of his passes will go sideways or back. No, I think you're being a bit unfair. Yeah, like, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, but, see. we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. I hope he's ten times the player yeah. on Monday night. <laughs> that way, no complaints there. So it's interesting yeah. you said Stecklenburg. Why that? You do? Do you feel Liverpool as an attacking threat? Then, if you I, need I your goal, think to go back to the Man City game at there and, and Liverpool playing in a similar sort of manner. And I think, um, consequently, I think our goalie's got to be top of his game on 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 Monday night. How important are the fans, Greg? Massive. It needs to be. Well, and you know what? I think it will be. No, no one needs to patronise Evertonians. Mm. It needs to be this. It needs to be that. They just. They only have to be shown a little shimmer of passion, and you see what they transform Goodison into yeah. on Tuesday. I think we'll go into it like I wrote on Tuesday, with more fire in our bellies than we have done in a long time. And it needs to be like what we've all yeah. pretty much agreed. But maybe they're yeah. tweaking Morales. The same team. The yeah. same concept. Go for it, and thank goodness for Tuesday because we go into a totally different mindset. Gav, just a quick one before we wrap up. Do you think the atmosphere that the Evertonians can generate? We just touched on Mike Dean. 
Well, that may be buckle one or two of his decisions because we've seen Clattenburg do it towards the end of the game on Tuesday. He could have easily given that penalty. He wanted to get off the ground, save Clattenburg, so we never give it. Do you think the Evertonians can generate that 12-man atmosphere? Oh, absolutely. Whether it influences the referee, I'm not, I'm not sure. And I think Clattenburg always wants to leave Goodison safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, no, I, I don't know. Referees, you know, the, the referee at a lot of stadiums don't really have it. You know, good atmospheres. If if you did referee in top clubs, top fixes, I don't think it will affect them. Predictions. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, lads, because it's yeah. predictions of dodgy at the most of the times. But I'll go first since I brought it up. Then I think um, look, I'd love to be calling an Everton win and, mm. and giving it all the big licks and on. But I'm being realistic based on what I've seen this season. I think we'll draw. I think we'll concede first. But I think we'll come back really rousing. And I think we'll end up pushing them on the back foot. We won't get three points. Really pray and hope I'm wrong. One all for me. I think if Everton can play the way they did on Tuesday, they'll beat Liverpool and they'll beat them well. I think we've seen when Liverpool, when teams come out Liverpool and press them, Bournemouth, Burnley, they don't like to be pressed and they've shown weaknesses. So I think if Everton can perform like they did on Tuesday, they'll beat Liverpool 3-1. Did, uh, did Burnley really press them? Or did, they, they got in the faces for 90 minutes, stopped them. Did, if you can stop Liverpool... Did they just sit back behind? No, they, yeah, they scored yeah. and then once Liverpool got to past the halfway line, stop and press. Now, that's what Everton did to Arsenal. Okay. Arsenal are a better team than Liverpool, so um, why not? I'm going to sit on the fence. Oh, <laughs> I tell you what, Two Tony, fellas with splinters. You can share the a splinter with me, Gav, if you want. It's right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with, I don't know, nil-nil. I'm going to, because Declan Bay is going to play really well and we'll set ourselves for it. So you heard this, Gav's predictor, no sentence off and no goals. Yeah, get that on Scott. I will, <laughs> that's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. That'll be a special that, for you. That's right, don't seriously, bet. Gav, that's it, you would get about 100 to 1 for that. Would I? Yeah, honest, honest to God, no you sentence off. You're trying to cut his no, business no. here, isn't <laughs> he? And if you gamble through Scott, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, well, there we go. We've had two draws and a win there, so... Anyway, uh, whatever happens, we'll be back on Wednesday to pour over it, hopefully with big fat smiles all over our faces. Up the toffees, thanks for listening.